All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. We've been having a grand old time. Uh, talking about the great disconnection and today we'll be closing off that series looking at uh, how to bring about reconnections. Before we get into that I'd like to uh, go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Francesca and I am joined here by my co-host and uncle, fun fact, Kennedy. How are you doing Uncle Kennedy? Oh having fun with life as usual. I'm excited about the, we've been talking about the disconnections, now we're talking about reconnections, and so I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it only makes sense for us to, after we've talked about all these disconnections, I mean, the question of how, isn't it? How do we yeah. bring all of this stuff back together? And so that's what this episode is going to be about. So we'll be going, um, we'll be talking, sorry about this, and we hope that, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm interested, I'm interested in this in this episode to see where it takes us. So Kennedy, let's go straight in. How do we bring about, considering everything that we've spoken about over the last few weeks, how do we bring about connections? Uh, This is not about finger pointing. Um, And that's not what we've been trying to do. We're trying to find solutions uh, to the disconnections um, that we have created and that our church has created. Um, These are a few suggestions we're gonna give to you that you can work on that will help to bring about the reconnections. Uh, There are many who are not aware of the disconnections in the first place. This means that the problem is much bigger than we actually think it is. Um, What is even worse, if you're aware and we're not willing to admit that they are, not even God can help us if we take that stance. Uh, Those not aware though, we can pray and ask God to reveal to us. Okay, so the first step then we need to take is to admit that we have a problem. That's the only way a solution is going to exist. Second, confess that you have contributed. And remember what Jesus said to the woman at the um, uh, caught in adultery. He says, let him without sin cast the first stone. So um, we're not casting stones at, at anybody because we have contributed um, to it. None of, so none of us is innocent. Number three, we need to repent. Ask God for forgiveness uh, for our contributions. Naming the areas and the persons uh, that we have hurt in the process of the disconnections. If you don't know, then ask the Spirit and he revealed to you. I had to ask God and my, my wife and children and others for forgiveness for the disconnections that I created. Number four, um, stop contributing in those areas and thus not hindering, thus hindering the growth of God's kingdom. Fifth, you help others who are struggling in similar areas. And number six, the Spirit now is ready to begin rebuilding our lives. So you are, you are part of the rebuilding process. We are part of repairers of the breach, according to Isaiah 58, 9 to 12. So I want us to, those are really good steps. And I think it'd be interesting for us to sort of list out those things, those steps again. Um, so how do we tackle each of those things? How do we, how do we tackle? Because I think sometimes uh, we can be given certain instruction. And like we said last time, that we're so 
this way of doing church or this way of being has been so ingrained in us when we look at another way uh, or a different way it can sort of like push it can kind of make people go whoa hold up there buddy yeah. <laughs> you know what are you doing um so how how do we tackle each of those steps that you've mentioned uh, there are basically three areas um, that will bring about reconnection, uh, fellowship, discipleship, and ministership. Of course, you see the last one, I'm trying to stay in the ship. Um, but the, st- the box stops with me and you. Uh, we cannot blame anyone for our disconnections. Uh, we must take responsibility and rely on God to give us um, success. And he promised he's going to give us success. He's committed to us being successful. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 3 says, according as divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and to godliness. And so God is standing by, God is standing ready to help us to go through the process so that we can have, the, the, so that reconnections can take place and we really can begin to enjoy life. He says in John chapter 10 and verse 10, I'm come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. If you're not experiencing the abundant life, it is because there are disconnections. And so ask the spirit to reveal to you where those disconnections um, are taking place. Because when we understand that God has deposited within us everything that we need to be successful, to be prosperous, to be victorious, we will not be going after bread. We will not be going after stuff. We will not be going after people. We're not, we're not even, we will not even be going after our own success. Instead, we would be going after God, getting to know him. That's what disciples do. And he will supply all our needs, our wants, and our desires. God's desire um, to do for us is much more powerful than any desire we want to do for our husbands, our wives, our children. It is ast- astronomically much more than when it comes to the human the human um, um, fellowship. Just realized I was on, on uh, muted, sorry. So, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. And I don't wanna, I don't wanna think that, I mean, we've been, we've been doing this way or living this way of life for such a long time. When we think about the disconnections that have, that have happened. And, um, what would you say from a, both from a church member point of view and from a church leadership point of view? Um, what are we like? We because we, we do have to be willing to want to make this, these these changes, right? We have right, to be right. willing to, yeah. to want to make these changes. And as you said, it's not pointing fingers. I don't know if it's. I can be a bit of a wishful thinker sometimes, like but. But I, but I don't I also don't want to be too much of a I don't want to be too much of an optimist and too much of a pessimist. Basically, my question is, I don't know what my question is. I'm, I guess in my mind, I'm like, can this happen? You know, can we do we get this reconnection in this lifetime? Can this happen? Yes. Can, can yes, these can. happen? Yes, yes, it can. And that's what Jesus came to show us. But fellowship, the key to the whole thing is fellowship. Fellowship is the most important um, um, aspect and facet of life. Life is about fellowship, um, and it's the greatest solution to our disconnections. And especially if we are disciples, it means that we are always learning to teach. So we are always teaching. And by the way, that's a gift that God gives to every human being. Every human being has the gift of teaching. So if we know how to develop and maintain eternal and intimate relationships, then our dilemma with disconnections will be eliminated. See, fellowship is is designed to remove those um, 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 disconnections. We were designed by God, we are created by God for fellowship with him 
and with each other. Mm. Each other. Mm. And discipleship, becoming a disciple is one of the most effective ways of doing that because as a disciple, you don't want to be a hypocrite. And therefore, you learn from your master, you implement in your life before you teach others. Our challenge, one of our greatest challenges is that we get information, we don't assimilate that information, utilize that information for ourselves and, 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 and begin practicing it and now beginning to teach it. But the moment we get it, and I remember in my own experience when, when God would reveal something to me, I would go straight to the church with it. I would not even apply it to my, my, my own situation and my family. So I'll bypass me, I'll bypass my family and go straight to the church. And so what the Spirit revealed to me is that, and this is about fellowship again, is that, okay, I gave it to you for you, first of all. Number two, for your family. Fellowship, again. Number three, for whoever I bring into your path, not just mm. the church. And that's another problem that we have. We have restricted our fellowships to members. Mm. And that's what membership will do to you because it isolates you, disconnects you from the rest of the world. Being a disciple, you go about your business um, with the help of, of, of the spirit, finding those disciples that God brings in your path to teach them now how to go about establishing um, 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 fellowships with them so that you can now help them to become disciples. And that's called ministry. So the, the, you, we can utilize the three of them in combination. Fellowship, discipleship, because we are disciples, because we have fellowship with God, we are now his disciples. And now we begin to minister to meet the needs of whoever God brings in our path. It doesn't matter um, um, the class. It doesn't matter the membership. It doesn't matter where they come from. It doesn't matter what, what, what country. It doesn't matter what ethnic, ethnic group. It's about people, period. Well, in order for us to go into all the world, we need to fellowship. You know, we have to to be able mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. Um, you said something in the last episode about, you know, the business model um, and, you know, discipleship, you know, being part of that model as well. One of the things that I learned in, or that I realized about business is the power of networking. Yes. yes. That if I'm just doing business with myself or just doing business with my clients, then I limit the opportunities, right? And so yes. engaging in fellowship through networking events, you know, opens up that opportunity. And, and so as you were speaking, that is what came to that, that that's the thought that came to me. Um, and that came I, I, don't, to, I don't want you to miss that. I, I don't want us to miss that. Mm. Because what is happening in our businesses as well is about fellowship. Mm. What we have done is we have restricted fellowship to the fellowship hall. And, mm. eating. and so we don't see business as fellowship. We don't see what our, our co-workers as fellowshipping with them. That's what it is. And that's the beautiful thing that I love about, about God. What God wants us to do are things we are, and we talked about this before, are things we are already doing. Discipling mm. is what we are doing. I'm one of your disciples when it comes to business. Mm. Your clients you. are your disciples. You're discipling them in an area... It's just in another area. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, yeah. we have restricted discipleship to the church, but that's about membership. It's not about discipleship. That's why Jesus says, go ye into all the world and make disciples. So your clients are your disciples as well. 
It's just that you're discipling them in the area of business. So in the process, now the spirit will reveal to you how to now make connections with the spiritual royalists, with the spiritual realm, so they could begin to understand and broaden their business to include the kingdom rather than just um, um, right. um, England, just uh, USA, or even not just the world, but to take it to the kingdom of God, which is beyond this realm. Right. I think, you know, as, uh, this is, I just, it just hit me just now. And I, was, I almost just hit the table and wow, it just hit me that the topic is how do we bring about reconnections? And the simple answer is that we need we need to connect. We need to reconnect with each other through fellowship. It starts with us. And I think sometimes coming back to one of the things I appreciate with, with what, what we've been talking about is, you know, there are times where you might call out, I say call out, but you'd speak about church leadership and, and different things, but you always boil it back down to the, to the person, right? What do you have to do? Mm-hmm. Because we've been called separately, individually to carry out a task that we can, that then, then we come together. You know, church leadership is made up of individuals. The congregation is made up of individuals. And if we look at what we need to do on an individual level, that's really important because we need to this. How do we bring about these reconnections is we ourselves on a personal level. There's so much reconnections that we need to do. We need to reconnect to the source, being God. I think a lot of us members as Christians, we're actually disconnected from God in terms of our fellowship. So we're, we talked about this recently as well. We talked about um, fellowship and relationships, you know, and, you know, I might be related to you or I might be related to there's certain family members that I'm, I'm related to them, but we're disconnected because there's no fellowship there. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Then I think another thing that we need to learn to do is reconnecting with who we are in Christ, right? So for me, there's a big disconnection between, and this is why we can't be the same person from, from A to B, because there's we've within ourselves, there's a disconnection. Yes. So we've made a decision to become disciples, but there's a disconnection between that decision and who we are or right. what we're doing. So that within us, there's things. Then as a community of believers, as a community of disciples, there's disconnections among us. Yes. And then in the wider world, of course, there's disconnections between us as disciples and the world. There's a disconnection there as well. And what I'm realizing is all these disconnections that feel like they're coming like from the top down and then going out into the world contribute to the disconnections that we've been talking about over the last few weeks. You know, the thing that I love about you is your honesty. You're not afraid to admit um, if you didn't see what you didn't see before, what you didn't understand before. And I think that's what's refreshing. And I think that's why we get so many compliments about you and your, uh, and this podcast, because you don't pretend as though you know what you don't know. Um, and that is refreshing. And by the way, that's bringing about reconnections. That's mm-hmm. what you do. You've got to admit when um, I, I didn't know. Now that you know, what is it you're going to do? And you, 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 you just did a beautiful illustration of like how many disconnects we have in our lives and how we need to be reconciled uh, back to God. And God is the connector. God is a connector to the yeah. other 
disconnections in our lives. And while you're, while you're talking also, I, I think about the many different denominations we have. And the reasons why we are having those is because of disconnections. Even within the church itself, there are disconnections. There's a disconnect between the pastor and the congregation. There's a disconnect between the different departments. There's a disconnect between the gifts that we have. There's a disconnect. And God did not intend it that way. Ephesians chapter 4 tells us that God gave us the gifts, for example, to bring about connections, not disconnections. So we, we ought to be empowering the people in the areas that God has called them. What I find is fascinating is that when it comes to this aspect of fellowship, God actually calls us to fellowship. First Corinthians 1 and verse 9 says, God who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, is faithful. So he called us into fellowship with the Father, the Son, the Spirit, and that translated, you continue reading First John, now to, to, to fellowship with each other. So it is fellowship that's going to eliminate the disconnection. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely powerful. What I, and, th and thank you for sharing and, and for saying that. What I love about the things we talk about is the simplicity of it. And with everything that we've been talking about, I'm like, how? How do we bring back our fellowship? Just reconnecting. We just how how do we how do we fix a disconnect? We reconnect. And how do we reconnect through fellowship? And whether that's fellowship with God, with ourselves, or with people, you know, the answer is fellowship. And it's such a plain, simple answer. And it reminds me that you know, God is a God of God didn't God didn't intend um, to make life or things complicated, right? No, it's extremely no. simple. I think I feel like he left all his complexities in the in the in the marvels of creation. So, like you know, our biology or how things work in nature. I think you know that that's where his complexity is. But when it lies within our everyday lives and what he wanted between us, if you look at relationships between you know, husband and wife, for example, you know, we're not wanting stuff to be complicated. No. We want no, it to not. be simple. Yeah. Yeah. Peaceful, easy. Yeah. However, the, the, even with those complications you're talking about, though, he has given to certain individuals the ability to break them down into simplicity. This is so the we thing. see them as complicated, but they don't. What you're doing in terms of, of, of your, your business, a lot of people see it as complicated. That's why they come to you. Yeah, to break yeah. it down now. And so that's why God has given to each of us giftedness. So each of us, God has placed within us the ability because of sin to solve problems. And those of us who are solving the problems, it is simple to us, the solutions. Yeah. But that's why, that's why God allows them. And that's where the fellowship comes, by the way. That's to remind us that we are not better than the other person. It's just mm. that we are different to the other person. Right. God has endowed us with different gifts, purposes, ministries, vocations, and destiny so that we can now, as disciples, utilize them and make it simple for those he bring into our life. Because here's, here's what happens. He now makes it simple in our lives by bringing those individuals into our lives because there are some areas in our lives that we had difficulty with and they can break it down into its minutest, into its simplest form. Yeah. So that's what the fellowship is all about. So, so therefore, the pastor is not better than me. Right. Or the president is not better than me. 
right. or, or, or the, 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 the conference leader is not better than I am. It's just that we are different. Different in God's economy means different, period. period. It doesn't mean superior. It doesn't mean inferior. It means that what I bring to the table, you don't have to bring. Um, and the other person doesn't have to bring. I bring it to the table. You bring what you bring. You bring what you bring. And then we begin to, to, to experience reconnections. We begin to experience unity. And so we don't have this chaos that we normally have in our lives. That's a fantastic way to close off this episode. I thought this was great. I thought this was great. Um, and um, I love the realizations that we've come to today. That was really good. Um, listen, guys, we want to invite you to join us. Join us as we discuss the great disconnection and lots of other topics that we've had over this season and even previous seasons. What questions do you have? What do you want to know? What's not quite sitting well with you? What do you want clarification on? What do you want to share? We want you to be a part of the conversation and we want you to join us for our live Q&A session. At the end of every season, we host a live Q&A where you get to be our third host. You get to sit in the driver's seat. It's a group of us. It's fantastic. I like to joke around and say, this is where I get my time off. I get to sip some, sip some tea and, and let you guys grill Kennedy for a bit. Um, and you get to do that live. But no, in all seriousness, it's an absolutely powerful session. And we want to uh, encourage you guys to be a part of that. If you want to be a part of our live Q&A, all you really need to do, click the link in the bio, or not in the bio, uh, click the link in the description below, and it'll take you to our registration page. Listen, it is a free event, but you do need to register because we need to know where to send the links and all the information you need to. So be sure to click the link and, uh, and register, sign up uh, to be a part of this uh, amazing uh, session. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at info at kingdomuniversitynetwork.com. Um, all our rest contact details will be at the end of this video, or you can go to www.kingdomuniversitynetwork.com. Uh, Kennedy, any closing words for this series? This is the last episode of this series uh, before we do our Q&A and our, and our season wrap-up. But what, do you, what, do you, what are your closing words for The Great Disconnection? Uh, disconnections bring about uh, chaos in our lives, dissonance, distractions, and discord, um, and misery. But there's hope. God designed us as holistic beings. We have to understand that. Um, so in order to enjoy life, there must be harmony within, and there must be harmony without. So Jesus gave his life to accomplish this for us. Here are the three steps uh, we need to take. First, accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Second, find out what your gifts and purposes are and get involved in ministries. A third, let God choose your vocations. Uh, these will be in accordance with your gifts, your purposes, your ministries, and your destiny. And that's what brings about harmony within us. In this way, you'll be the same person 24-7, uh, free from disconnections. Your life, well, most connections. Um, our lives then will be revolving around God and not about our own church. Being led by the Spirit, you will see yourself as God's priest, ministering the grace of Christ to all who come in contact, who you come in contact with and who come in contact with you. This is only be accomplished as you hold on to the love of Christ and allow the Holy Spirit to be the one to lead our lives. Amen. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Kennedy. And thank you to our wonderful listeners. We will see you at the live Q&A. So make sure you're there. See you soon. This has been My Religious Struggles, the podcast. 